0: Today's text begins and ends with Jesus' teaching or comments about his teaching. When he speaks in the synagogue, they marvel that his teaching has authority, and all they can think to compare it to when they get down to the specifics is to say who his teaching is not like. Not like the scribes, they say. Even though the scribes were known for their authoritative teaching, that is a teaching that appealed to the authority of the Torah, Jesus teaches as one who himself has authority within himself. And then so much turns in this text on exactly what that means and what it doesn't mean authority. My second week as pastor of the church I served in Alabama many years ago now, a woman came by to visit me in my office. She had come by to introduce herself and to ask me a question about an event that the women of that church put on every year and had done so for decades. She told me that the past couple of years, the attendance at that event had declined and as they were planning for it this year the year that I was there they decided they would wait until the new pastor had come so that the new pastor could decide whether or not it was time to end this event so she asked that's what I'm here to ask what do you say And I could see the headline in my mind's eye. New pastor at Presbyterian Church in Alabaster, Alabama destroys beloved women's program. As young as I was then, I was old enough to know better. So I responded as any good Presbyterian and suggested that maybe that was a decision that the committee should make and the session should chime in on. And she smiled at me and said, but you're the new sheriff in town. You should just say, I am pastor, hear me roar. Even with the mixed uh, law enforcement and big cat metaphors, her message was abundantly clear. I had authority, especially as the new pastor. Authority to enforce my law. Authority to roar and claim my territory. Authority. And that's a certain way to look at authority, of course. Pastoral authority or otherwise. Authority equals power. Power conceived of in a specific way. As power over the kind of power that sheriffs and lions wield the kind of power that controls and enforces and dominates all of us know that kind of power do we not all of us at one time or another have been subjected to that kind of power have we not and perhaps all of us at one time or another have yielded wielded that kind of power have we not So if we know it, and we do, surely we know that behind the use of such power often lurks fear. The fear of losing power. The fear of what we will look like without power. The fear of weakness. Of rebellion even. You remember in Matthew's Christmas story when the Magi speak to King Herod about a king born whose star they have seen in the sky and have come seeking him out. You remember how Herod becomes so fearful. Fearful of losing his power that he has all the infants two years old and younger slaughtered. That's what the power motivated by fear The authority that's wielded in fear often yields destruction. The poet W.H. Auden supposedly was thinking about Adolf Hitler when he wrote the poem Epitaph on a Tyrant. But he could have easily been thinking of Herod or any number of others through the ages. When he writes, Perfection of a kind was what he was after. And the poetry he invented was easy to understand. He knew human folly like the back of his hand. And was greatly interested in armies and fleets. When he laughed, respectable senators burst with laughter. And when he cried, The little children died in the streets. My preaching professor, David Buttrick, he got at the fear that niggles at often among many of us preachers. He said he was convinced that some preachers he had heard would write in the margins of their manuscripts, weak point, yell louder. Indeed, the perception of weakness leads to the need to cover it over with naked authority, shouting over every other voice. There are a few instances in the Gospels of the scribes revealing their authority and the fear underneath it. You recall the scribe, the scribe that comes to Jesus seeking to trip him up, wanting to know what's the greatest law In the Torah. Jesus responds with a mix of Deuteronomy and Leviticus. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. On these two hang all the law and the prophets, Jesus says. The scribe's next question is revealing And who is my neighbor? And Jesus responds, as you well know, with the story of a hated enemy of the Jews, one considered outside the power structure of temple and law, and dares to call him neighbor to suggest that he is a good Samaritan. And so there in that little backwater synagogue, miles from the action in Jerusalem, Jesus teaches them. And Mark doesn't tell us what he said, interestingly. All he will tell us is the effect that Jesus and his teachings had. They were astonished, amazed. What I think, I think underneath it all, what they were was loved. And what they called authority was nothing more than the grace of God embracing them and giving them, them, a voice. Could it be that those within earshot of Jesus were discovering their place in the expansive neighborhood of God, a neighborhood free from fear and its destruction? And so, yes, we think of authority in our time as domineering. You know, if someone has authority, if they are one of the authorities, they have control over us. And there are many who would like for us to think that that's the kind of authority Jesus wielded. Take no prisoners, tell it like it is. Jesus said it, I believe it, that settles it. People in the synagogue knew that kind of authority. They had been beaten down by the authority of the scribes, the authority that sought to control them by controlling the interpretation of the law. They knew something of the authority of the Roman state, authority enforced by war horse and shield and spear and cross. When Jesus speaks, they know enough. They know enough to say, His authority is not like that. That's saying a lot. It feels like fresh air fills the room. The lost are found. The outcast invited in, called by name. When Jesus speaks, we know, do we not, that the Roman cross of domination and fear will be transformed into a sign of mysterious, suffering love. And so demons run and hide from this authority. You notice that the man who is freed from, of demons in this is, text is a peripheral figure. Nothing is said about him at all other than he has a demon. And Jesus, when He speaks, speaks not to him, but to the Spirit That possesses him. And immediately after he is exercised of those demons, he's not mentioned again. The whole thing is narrated quickly. The people see this then. And they say a new teaching. With authority. The authority he wields sends the demons to flight. Evil in its many manifestations cannot abide in the same room with so expansive a love. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in a sermon entitled Loving Your Enemies said returning hate for hate only multiplies hate. Adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. He commands even the unclean spirits and they obey Him. And still it is so. Jesus is driving out still. The power of evil with the power of love. He is still the great head of the church that gathers in His name. We are the ones He addresses with authority. Not of the sword, but of the Spirit. Not to draw lines to keep people out, but to welcome them in more widely. Not to condemn us because of our sin, but to forgive us and set us free. We go out into a world beset with authorities of all kinds. And when it feels overwhelming to you as a follower of Jesus Christ, I pray that you will remember the kind of authority He commands. And that, you, and that it will help you to love yourself with the love that God has for you. And to love your neighbor with that self-same love. That you have for yourself. The demons will flee such love. The world will turn in the presence of such love. And we can join our voices to the awestruck ones. Who follow Jesus into a new day. Amen.